Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today, I have another lovely guest joining me to share her beautiful story of loss to miracles. She will share her very personal journey of struggling with fertility and how her faith played a major role in conceiving. And with this episode, we hope that it will inspire others to trust that miracles really do happen if you believe. So everyone, please help me welcome Danielle to the podcast. Danielle, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good, Danielle. Thank you so much for coming on here today because I really wanted to share your incredible story because I think it's really going to touch a lot of people. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I hope that my story will give somebody some hope. So I really appreciate the opportunity to share what we've been through through the last few years. Yes, I'm so glad that you are willing to share it because I think sometimes people lose faith. And I think that really miracles can happen if we do trust in the higher powers. Absolutely. So Danielle, I wanted to share with everybody how you actually found me and how we met, because I think I always say that there is a divine timing for everybody that we meet and there's no such thing as a coincidence. And I do say that sometimes, you know, our stories can be unique, but ours really is as well. And I wanted to have you share that with others. For sure. So yes. So to give you a little bit of background as to how Karina and I met, I had been married and lost my mother right at the same time. We had been trying to conceive and I was also grieving the loss of my mother. And there was just a lot of emotional stuff going on for me uh, through a period of time. So this all took place in 2014, my marriage and my loss of my mom. So I am a flight attendant and I was working what was supposed to be a one day trip to San Diego and back. And when we arrived in San Diego, our airplane actually went mechanical, which means that there was an issue. And because we weren't at one of our home bases, we didn't have maintenance personnel or parts to make the fix on this aircraft or to do the repair on the aircraft. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting stuck overnight in San Diego. And at dinner that night, I was happened to be working with one of my friends. And we were just chatting about life and kids and so on. And Uh, I was kind of giving her background into our situation and I asked her if she ever thought that she'd have any more kids. And she said, Oh, I don't know. I would like more. My husband's on the fence. And I said, well, I just get the feeling that if you do decide that you're going to have another child, I definitely see boy for you. And she goes, well, that's really funny that you say that because I met a psychic who basically told me the same thing. And she gave me more of the story that she had met you, Karina, mm-hmm. on a flight and so forth. Anyways, I got more information about Karina and more information about the story that her meeting you. And I was very intrigued. She said that you were so spot on with everything that you had to say. And it was so out of the blue that you guys had met. Yes, it was. That I, I was just like, I, I need to meet this person and I need to to find out more. Also being very skeptical. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I got your information from her. And when I got back to Canada, I booked an appointment with you. Again, like I said, I was very skeptical. I'd been through a lot emotionally. I always believed in, you know, a higher power and our spirit guides and so forth. 
but I just been through a lot that I kind of had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I booked my appointment with you and I tried to be as incognito as possible. Um, I came to our appointment with no, like I took my wedding rings off. I didn't wear anything. I actually had pinned a heart that I have of, with that contains my mom's ashes in my bra so that I had it with me, but you couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. And so I just tried to be as neutral as possible. I didn't want to give you any information. I just wanted to see for myself what you could tell me. And so we sat down and about like two seconds in, I was a puddle. Stuff that you were saying just blew my mind almost instantly. My mom obviously came forth because as you know, Karina, she's a very strong force. (laughs) She was in life and she's definitely in afterlife. And she just came forward. And like I had mentioned um, in my like background, my husband and I had been trying to get pregnant for a while. I think this was probably three years into our marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, I had actually had a miscarriage. And that was very, very hard for me because we'd been trying so long and then lost this baby that we thought was, was coming that we'd been hoping and praying for. Mm -hmm. And so I just had a lot of heartache. I had a lot of heartache when I arrived and I'm certain that my mom definitely orchestrated a lot of this to, Mm -hmm. for me to meet you and to try to get some healing for my heart and, and some hope and faith that I had lost. When you struggle to get pregnant and it just isn't working (laughs) sorry it's really emotional especially when it's something that you've known since you could say baby that you wanted in your life like I was the little girl that always was mom when we played house and I had all the baby dolls and that was just I just knew in my heart that I was meant to be a mom people would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up and I would say I want to be a mom There was nothing else. (laughs) So it was just so hard that this dream wasn't coming to fruition. So I went to see you and we did not only a reading, we did some Reiki. Mm -hmm. And I just remember you telling me, or my mom telling you to tell me that, that not to give up, that she definitely saw babies, there was babies coming, and that I needed to hold on to my faith. I also remember you telling me that um, the room that we had started to set up as a nursery when we first found out that we were pregnant before our loss, that I needed to spend time in there. And I needed to envision what it was going to be like to hold a baby, my baby, in my arms, and, um, and to just trust to write a gratitude journal and just be thankful every day and just trust, trust, trust that it was going to happen, which as I kind of touched on before, when you're going through fertility and you're trying for so long, it's so hard to do because you build yourself up through that two week wait, and then you get the negative pregnancy test and, or your cycle starts and it just knocks you down. Like I, just found that I was turning into somebody that I didn't recognize anymore because of how hard that was. Yeah. And so I just needed something that's what drove me to come see you. And yeah, so I just remember you telling me and my mom coming in and being very strong and saying, no, 
don't give up. It is coming. It is coming. Your babies are coming. And you even did some Reiki on me. And I remember you looking at my uterus. No, there's no reason. Everything is going to be fine. And you kept telling me we had decided that we were going to do IVF. Sorry to back backtrack a few steps here. We had decided that because we had been trying for so long on our own and it wasn't happening that we probably needed a little bit of assistance. And so we decided that we were going to do in vitro fertilization. And I was really nervous about it because like anything else in life, there's no guarantee. And so I just remember you looking at my uterus during our Reiki session going, nope, there's nothing. There's no reason that this can't happen. And saying to me, this is going to work. I really just, I just know it's going to work and you have to trust. You just have to trust. And I was again, okay, all right. And just throughout our entire reading, you just kept telling me stuff that really solidified that you knew what you were talking about, that you were getting information that, that was accurate. That wasn't just, you know, off the top of your head stuff. You, you told me that nobody else would have known. She was trying to prove it to you because she knew that you had to have that solid proof in order for you to trust. Yeah. And I did. I did. My, you know, it's easy. It's easy to lose your faith when, when your heart is hurting. And that was something that I just really needed was to get that, that encouragement, which I definitely got that day. I also, after our session, I didn't want to talk about our journey. I was very, very ashamed that something that was supposed to be so natural for a woman to do, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on my own. And uh, that was very hard. I didn't want to talk about our journey. I was very, okay, this is just what we're going to do. We're not going to tell anybody that we're doing IVF and we're going to keep it to ourselves. And we're, when we get pregnant, we're just, we just got pregnant. Nobody else needs to know this. And prior to us doing our treatments, something so huge inside of me, I say it's God, it, whatever you choose to believe in, something spoke to my soul and said, I need you to share your story because I know this is going to give somebody else a lot of hope. I need my hair standing. (laughs) I am going to move your mountain. And I want you to share your story to show that other people's mountains can be moved as well. And so I, I listened, I listened. I, I decided to be very transparent. I decided to be very open about what we were going through and how it was affecting us and our treatments and all of, all of it. And we, we were doing our treatments in Victoria. So we left, I left for Victoria and did all our monitoring appointments and we did our retrieval and Arvin had come out and everything looked really good at the beginning. And then they, I think we had, I want to say six, seven embryos at first that that were solid and then they monitor them for a few days and they can either do a transfer on day three or day five, depending on how everything looks. And they give you an update every day as to how your embryos are looking. So day two, everything looked good. We lost a few, which is not uncommon. 
day three, we got a call saying, well, we've got two that are still growing. Uh, I think you should probably come in and plan to do a transfer today. We don't want to wait too much longer because they do better when they're in mom rather than in a Petri dish. So we went, they talked about initially putting two in and I was a little bit, (laughs) a little bit nervous about that. And I said, let's just do one. And then we have a backup. Yeah. Well, that one turned into a beautiful surprise. Two weeks later on June 30th, 2017, I got the call that I had dreamed about that we were expecting our, well, I guess our second, our second pregnancy, but our first little miracle. And yeah, he, I didn't know, we didn't know what we were having. We decided to keep it a surprise and he kept us waiting an extra week. (laughs) (laughs) He was born at 41 weeks exactly. And he has just been the biggest blessing in my life. We named him Bennett, which means blessed because he is every bit of that. And he is my blessing. And he's just brought so much joy to our lives. When he was 18 months, we decided, you know what, I think it's probably time we should maybe try for a sibling. Mm -hmm. And because we only had one embryo left, we said maybe we should do the full meal deal again and did another full round of IVF. And we did that. We did a transfer on October 13th of 20. 19. Mm-hmm. I, um, I remember you going and doing that because you and I had been talking about it and you were obviously nervous again. And I just remember saying, no, you're supposed to have another, like, just please just trust. I feel it. I know it. I can't explain it to you. And you said, yeah, hey, I'm going to go into this trusting and, <laughs> and I did. And I implemented yeah. a lot of the same tools that you had given me prior to going and doing that and the trusting the writing the gratitude journal I think that's huge not to like to take away from the first part of the story but I think it's huge that we give thanks for everything it it. doesn't even matter what it is how smaller it is or even if you think it's insignificant I think it's just huge the more we can raise our vibration the more the universe can give back to us right so So I did, I started implementing all that stuff again and we did our transfer October 13th of 2019 for, to try for baby number two. And (laughs) I was supposed to wait till two weeks later and I was cramping and I thought, oh, for sure this one didn't take, this didn't take. I feel like my period's coming, this didn't take. And so I actually did a test on my mom's birthday in the middle of the day, October 21st. And didn't think anything was going to come up. And sure enough, I got two lines. So I got my, (laughs) I got my, uh, I got my second miracle who was born on July 2nd of 2020. And again, has been another huge blessing in our life, another little boy. So I've got, I've got Bennett and I've got my Lowen and both are just, I look at them and I say thank you every time I look at their little faces because beautiful little souls. They they are for you. They were meant for you to be their mom. They chose you. And I believe wholeheartedly that your mom played a huge role from the other side because she knew she knew that you needed 
to be a mom in this lifetime for many, many, many reasons. And I believe that because you had that faith, she said, okay, we can move mountains, just like you said earlier. And yeah. these two are miracle little babies. They're, they're supposed to be here. They are. And I, I believe they're going to do big things with their lives. I believe it too. I really do. Because I think, you know, you did go through a difficult time having them and they were supposed to come into this world. Their souls are supposed to be here. And there is still another little soul out there waiting. <laughs> I hope so. I, I believe it. I'm trusting for it. So, mm-hmm. and I'm giving thanks for it as though it's already happened. That's and I think key. that's another big thing too. Is, it, is. it really is. Yeah. Like the, and the law of attraction too, right? Exactly. The more that we say that it's, we're saying that thanks and the gratitude we're expressing for it already happening like it's already happened so Mm -hmm. that makes it come into our lives easier because we're manifesting it too into reality and I do always say yes there are certain paths for each and every one of us and we don't always have the control of manifesting to every degree but there is a huge role that manifesting plays in our lives and with that faith and that belief and that gratitude, we can actually receive incredible miracles. We really can. 100%. My boys are living proof of that. I love that. And you know what I love about your mom on the other side? Obviously, I never met her on this side. No, I've spoken to her multiple times because (laughs) every time she, she has a message, boy, does she ever make her presence known? And she pops in, she's popped in so many times, Danielle, like with us, right? Like out of nowhere. I'm yep. like, um, there's your mom again. She has something to say <laughs> to you. And um, I remember like going back, I think it would probably be about five years ago that you came to me. And I remember yeah. sitting with you and thinking, okay, I, your mom was so strong right away. And she was saying all of these things. She's like, I need to prove to Danielle that this works. <laughs> I need to prove <laughs> that it's like, how can we get her to believe in, in, miracles and believe in her own miracle coming if she doesn't actually believe that it's me here so there were certain things that she was doing to really I think like get her point across and and things that again I would never have known about you she made sure to say so that right she you would never leave there questioning like oh my god was that really my mom or not like she was so straightforward like this this and this and things that you did try to hide she pointed out (laughs) yeah correct Yes, she did. I'm trying to I think she made that. you bring up my wedding rings and why they worked on my hand. And that you even mentioned the, that I had pinned something on the inside of my shirt oh. and that my necklace that I always wore wasn't on. And uh-huh. See, those are the kind <laughs> of little details that people try to hide from me. And I think that's a great thing to do. I, you know, people will later say to me, oh my God, I'm so sorry I did that. But I say, never apologize just to be honest, I would be, and I am that skeptical myself. I want that validation. I want the proof that there's no way that anybody could ever know these things. And your mom knew exactly that you were coming into this appointment with that fear, right? Too, Mm -hmm. of what can happen and what will be said, but also, is this really real or not? Like maybe not the universe, but is she me right? um, real or not? And your mom just came firing like this, this, and this, and this. And (laughs) so when I did deliver the message to you about you being a mom, that you would actually really take it to heart, that it wouldn't be just, oh, some 
psychic said this. It was, wow, my mom was really with me. And I'm just the middle person, right? I am the medium yeah. in between worlds. And so for you to leave there was like, wow, that was my mother without a doubt telling me that this miracle is about to happen. And I have to trust that. Yeah. And look where we are today. And <laughs> I think after the first or second reading, you came and did Reiki, like took your Reiki course with me. Like was that after did. the second reading or? I think it was the second or the third, possibly I had done, I just, I started with some of the mediumship classes and then decided you kept telling me you're supposed to be doing this. Mm -hmm. I see you doing this. You were a healer. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Whatever you say. Sure. Sure, Karina. Yeah. And sure enough, I think who you are. Yeah. Bennett wasn't even a year old. It was that winter before he turned one. And you were offering the beginners Reiki class and I took it. So, Mm -hmm. and yeah, now I'm looking to do my master's and isn't it funny how it all just works out together from Mm -hmm. that chance flight to this and to how your life has totally evolved and changed. And you did receive miracles because you could have lost that faith. And sometimes, well, not sometimes I believe in divine intervention they put people on your path to help you. They help you to find that faith again and to not give up hope because too many times we can easily give up. And I feel like when, you know, we do have these moments of fear and negativity, then we attract more of the same. But if we turn Mm -hmm. that around, we don't lose hope. We still somewhere deep inside of us have faith. That's when the miracles can happen. It just opens the door up for the miracles to happen, right? It's almost like the key that unlocks the door. Yes, I love that. That's so true. It is the key that unlocks the door. And that day, you know, five and a half years ago or whenever that was that you ended up on that flight with that flight attendant, that meeting between her and I was so divinely timed that, and I know (laughs) I said this story on another podcast episode, but I did not want to read for a flight attendant while I'm on an airplane. I was actually going to Texas to teach a course with another student of mine. And she just kept saying, Creed, I know you're seeing something. You have to say something. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And I go to the bathroom and her grandmother's in the bathroom with me, like her that had passed. And I'm standing there and her grandmother's saying, please just say something. It's so important. I said, well, if I'm going out there to say something, you have to make this possible or I'm going to look crazy because I have another two hours to go on this flight. And I, <laughs> I came out of the bathroom. Sure enough, she was sitting in the aisle reading a magazine and nobody was around. The aisles were empty. And I thought, oh boy, here we go. And I went up to her and I said, please don't think I'm crazy. And I gave her just all of a sudden, all this information just started firing out of me. And I was telling her all this stuff. And I just said, okay, nice to meet you. You know, she was crying and stuff, but she was like, okay, nice to meet you. Thank you. And I never really saw her again. So then when you came and finally told me that that was how you found me, I thought then that is another miracle. Look at how this works. It's like a puzzle piece being put together. Right. We don't know what the big picture holds. We do one thing and it's amazing how it just connects to so many other people down the line. And for you, you got the opportunity to see it. We don't always get to do that, but isn't it amazing? I just, and nothing's by accident. That's the beauty of it. It is all supposed to happen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, 
that's one thing, you know, that I love about what I do is someone said this to me a couple months ago, there was a, she's now a friend of mine, but she was a client and she, this is when we were allowed to have people, I think it was maybe last summer, but um, it was in person. And she looked at me and she said, my God, I'm just, you know, amazed. And I said, amazed. Oh, okay. Like why? And she said, no, I'm amazed at you because you always looked so shocked. She said, you, do you not get used to this kind of work? Like you just look like, wow, like you're fully amazed that these messages have come out. I said, to be honest, I don't think I'm ever going to not be amazed by it. I am blown away every single reading because I think the synchronicities that line up for people are just so beautiful and so inspiring for me. It helps me to live my best life because I know mm-hmm. that this is real. It exists and they have helped me. They have helped me so much from the other side that I'm so grateful. And I don't think I'll ever stop being completely in, amazed and inspired by the other side. How can you ever get used to this? You can't. <laughs> or I don't no, think so. I don't think so either. I think it's just so beautiful. And now these days, you know, you're coming to these mediumship classes and, and you're working on your abilities because that's something even for me back in the day, I was also doing classes to, I knew I could see spirit. I knew I just knew things and I could hear things and stuff, but I didn't really know what to do with it. It was very confusing. And I'm so grateful that I did take those classes to kind of help me develop what I needed to develop. And here I am. Thank goodness. I'm grateful that they've made me teach because I feel like there's so much of that, that I would love to share of how we can get caught up in the fears and the ego and not trusting. And you keep coming to these classes because you're so great at what you do. And it's also amazing for me to look back five and a half years ago to where you are today and how we've become such good friends because of this, Mm -hmm. like the journey has just taken us both to different places in our lives. And I'm so amazed by all of it. It it is. I never would have imagined from that first reading that this is where I'd be. So I, yeah, again, one more thing to be thankful for. Right. Yeah. So like, I look at it, I say this to everybody back before I started this, I would, if someone would have told me years and years ago, Karina, this is what you're going to be doing. I would have thought they were absolutely nuts. And when I do say this to people in readings, like, Hey, this is who you really are. And this is where you're headed. And some people really think I've lost my mind or I'm not hearing correctly or something. And a year will go by and they'll say, Oh my gosh. Okay. I get it. Everything happened as it should have. And here I am. And I say, yep that's how this works. All you got to do is just trust the messages, even if they don't make sense at the time and go with it and just believe. Absolutely. And that's to take the messages and just believe. And I think that goes back to even just my fertility journey too, right? I had Mm -hmm. to take the messages that you were giving me from my mom and from my spirit team and just trust, trust that, that that was going to happen and believe that it was going to happen. And, and it did. And it's funny. I'll tell people now, like as hard as that time was that, that period of waiting was, yeah, I wouldn't change it. I, as hard as it was to lose my first pregnancy and always wonder about, um, who that little person would have been, Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't change it either 
because I wouldn't have the two boys that I have now. And I just think that it's just so amazing how everything is just orchestrated and just plays out. And yeah. And it taught you also to, to also really truly appreciate the miracles in life. Mm -hmm. Right. Because maybe you, you had to go, well, I don't say maybe you did have to go through these hardships and the tough lessons to actually really be gifted these miracles and then appreciate them so much, which I know you do. So Danielle, let me ask you a question. If you were to give some advice to our listeners out there who may be on their own journey trying to conceive, what advice would you give them? I guess I would just say, keep your faith. I know trusting can be hard, especially if you've been on a long journey and especially when it's something that you really want but, but stay positive, stay, stay grateful. Um, if you haven't started a gratitude journal, I highly recommend it. And it can be as simple as starting with something small. Thank you for the cup of coffee that I had or whatever it may be. Start small and add to it as you go. And you'll find that as you start your gratitude journal and as, the more you do it, the more you practice it the easier it becomes and the more you can see the beauty that's all around you. Thank you for the beautiful flowers in my garden, whatever it may be. I think most importantly, though, I would like to encourage you not to internalize what's going on and not to feel ashamed of what is happening or what isn't happening. There's nothing you did wrong. Your body has not failed you. This isn't a punishment of any sort. Sometimes we just need a little bit of help. That was something that I needed to accept that I just needed a little bit of help. All like to me, it amazes me too. For me, anyways, having done IVF, however, that was created was an, an idea that came to somebody divinely. And so to be able to receive help that way and accept it and and know that there are there are those options out there really helped. I didn't feel so alone. And, you know, whatever your journey may look like, whether you choose to do fertility treatments or adoption or whatever, don't be ashamed of it. It's part of your story. And, and I didn't know this when we started this, but like I mentioned before, I know that I've given a lot of people some hope and I hope that I can continue to inspire other people to keep walking their journey and, and trusting and believing that it will happen because I guess I just, I just really want to encourage you to believe anything is possible. Miracles are possible. My two boys are living proof that miracles happen. And so Stay focused on what your outcome is and envision it in your life. Envision what it would be like to hold your baby or babies. Envision what your house will sound like. Envision all of it, the beauty and the chaos. Envision it all and see it and believe it. And, and I just know great things, great things will come from that. Yep. Through the law of attraction as well. And miracles, really, it's all about Mm -hmm. miracles, believing in miracles. I've seen enough in my life and witnessed multiple, multiple miracles with clients, but also for family members. And I'm such a firm believer that there is this amazing higher power that's in charge of everything. And all we have to do is tap into that, believe and trust. Absolutely. And take, when those negative thoughts do come, 
take them captive. What is it that you say? Cancel, clear, delete? That's right. Cancel, clear, and delete the negative thought and replace it with something that is positive, something that is full of faith or anything that's in gratitude as well. That's right. Gratitude. Because those are the things that will cancel out the negativity that you may be attracting to you. So I want to leave you all with this today. Our past loved ones can truly help us from the other side when we are willing to be open to their guidance. Miracles do happen, and all it takes is the faith to believe that they are possible. So if you are praying and waiting for your miracle, please don't give up hope. Thank you all so much for joining us today on the Divine Messages podcast. And Danielle, thank you so much for sharing your miracle story with all of us. I just know it's going to help a lot of people. Thank you so much for having me, Karina. It's been a pleasure sharing, and I pray that all of you receive your miracles. Thanks. That's sweet, Danielle. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the divine messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.